Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning. It is Wednesday, September 7th, and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for the best daily fantasy app. In order to get a full $100 match, use code Just Baseball when you download Prize Picks. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because it was freaking awesome. What a day yesterday was. We had an electric sweep. Brewers versus Rockies over 11. Bang. Brewers' first five team total over three and a half at plus 100. That hit. And of course, the Orioles' money line. The fighting Orioles fought back in the end and won nine to six. Also, the props on the podcast. How about Chad Cool over three and a half earned runs? How about Aaron Nola over 19 and a half pitching outs? And Willie Adamas over one and a half bases? Everything that we said hit yesterday. But today is a new day. Today is a new day. We're not going to hang our hat on a win just like we don't cry over losses. We have two picks and more props available right here at the end of this episode. And we've had two straight winning days to start the week, so let's keep it rolling. Our regular season record is now 196 and 166, winning at a 54% rate. We are plus 30.54 units. Now we make the trek back to 35 units. Arizona Diamondbacks versus San Diego Padres at 8.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Tommy Henry, a lefty for the Diamondbacks, who's 3-3 three three of the 4.83 ERA, facing you, Darvish, a righty for the Padres, who's 12-7 with a 3.26 ERA. We're going to head to San Diego for the final game of a three-game set. The Diamondbacks shut out the Padres in Game 1 and should have won Game 2 before a late-inning comeback by the Padres. Today, the Padres get an easier test against Tommy Henry, and they are in desperate need of a series win. Similarly to the Brewers, the Padres are, blown, are prone to giving up the lead. I don't want to take them to win, and I don't want to find out if we're getting the ace version of you, Darvish, or not. I just want to fade a pitcher that I believe is due for negative regression. That pitcher is Tommy Henry a young lefty who doesn't have wipeout stuff or the command to get batters out consistently. I believe he has a future in this league, but he doesn't match up well against the Padres. We took the first five innings over in his last start, and he allowed seven earned runs in four innings. It was his first real blow-up start, and I believe that there are more to come. He throws his fastball in the low 90s without much spin and relies on three secondary pitches that don't have much movement. He doesn't command any of his of these four pitches well, sitting with a walk rate above 11%. None of these pitches can be considered a true out pitch as he rocks a low 16 16% strikeout rate. While Henry's 4.83 ERA is low, his 5.19 X ERA is worse. He's rocking a 43.9% hard hit rate with an average exit velocity of 91.1 miles an hour with a 12.6 degree launch angle. If he had a high ground ball rate, I may be singing a different tune, but he doesn't. In the last three weeks, the Padres have hit left-handed pitching well, rocking the 8th ranked WRC plus 130. They walk a lot, ranking 8th in walk rate in that span. Henry gives up a lot of line drives, and the Padres rank 5th in baseball during that span in line drive percentage. In the past two weeks, the Padres have the 9th best WRC plus against lefties and the 5th highest line drive rate. This isn't a juggernaut offense against lefties, but it's well above average, and Henry should have a rough time on the road. 
The Padres are a patient team, so Henry doesn't necessarily need to give up that many hits for the Padres team total to cash. I don't think he gets through five innings without allowing at least three runs, so give me the Padres through the first five innings team total. That The pick is the Padres first five innings team total over two and a half, which is minus 115. It's 1.15 units to win one unit. Second game of the day is the Miami Marlins versus the Philadelphia Phillies at 6.45 p.m. Eastern. It's Trevor Rogers, a lefty for the Marlins, who's 4-10 with a 5.57 ERA and 1.56 whip, taking on Bailey Falter, a lefty for the Phillies, who's 3-3 with a 4.08 ERA. We're going to head to Philadelphia for the second game of a three-game set. We saw a pitcher's duel yesterday between Aaron Nola and Jesus Lazardo, and we should see one again. On the surface, these two pitchers don't come close to the level of Nola or Lazardo, but the total is low for a reason. Trevor Rogers looked really good in his last start. His velocity and spin rates were up across the board and his command looked improved as well. I was burned when I took the Rays in his first start back and he completely shut them out in Tampa. That's a tough task these days. This is a tweet from our guy Arm Layton, the co-founder of Just Baseball, who's also a big Marlins fan. Trevor Rogers so far tonight, and I quote, compared to season averages, fastball velo up 0.7 miles an hour, changeup velo up 1.5 miles an hour, slider velo up 1.9 miles an hour, fastball spin up 130 RPM, slider spin up 180 RPM. It's easy to forget the good times with Trevor Rodgers when we look at his production this season. His stuff has looked nowhere near the same, and he's overcompensating for it and tends to lose command of the strike zone. He went down to the minor leagues, and when he came back up, he looked like the runner-up for the NL Rookie of the Year again. The Phillies can certainly hit a lefty, but the numbers aren't as strong as I thought they were. They ranked 23rd in WRC Plus against lefties at home in the last three weeks, and in the last two weeks, they also ranked 23rd. It's not a very large sample, but the Phillies have been, haven't been facing tough southpaws either. We just saw him get shut out by Jesus Lazardo, who is solid, but Trevor Rogers at his best can be better than Lazardo. Rodgers has, cru- has been crushed in two starts against the Phillies, which makes the low total even more suspicious. I'm relying on what I've seen from Rodgers lately to limit the Phillies' bats early. Bailey Falter, on the other hand, should dominate the Marlins' offense. This Marlins team is as bad on offense at- lately as it gets. Another tweet from Aram. Since the All-Star break, the Marlins are slashing 206, 272, 314 with a 68 WRC+. They are the only team in baseball with a negative F war across that span, negative 1.1. Only three qualified hitters have a worse second-half WRC+. It's Carlos Santana, David Fletcher, and Didi Gregorius. In the last three weeks, the Marlins have a 36 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. It's embarrassingly bad. And in the last two weeks, that WRC plus drops to 26. Pause. That's so far and last that it's almost laughable. Over the full season, they are the lone team with an OPS below 620. That OPS is currently sitting at 574 against lefties. They are approaching historic levels of offensive ineptitude. This is another tweet from Louis Adio Weiss on Twitter. You can find that in the article as well. The Marlins' 196 batting average in August is the second worst mark in said calendar month in MLB history. The 1903 Washington Senators hit 192 in August of 1903. The only way this loses is if Trevor Rodgers has another blow-up start. But with the improvements he's made, I think he pitches well against the Phillies. And the books agree with me. His earned runs and hits are juiced towards the under, and his strikeouts are juiced towards the over. I prefer to not deal with either bullpen or some late-game heroics, so I'll be on the first five innings under, which is under four at minus 105. That's 1.05 units to win one unit. I've seen the under start to trickle down a little bit, so maybe you might find this line at minus 110, minus 115. I would take it at four. I really do like it. 
when it gets the three and a half, I still like. I I think this game ends this first five innings is is two to three runs, so I still like three and a half. But of course, I'm gonna prefer the four line, and that still is available. Let's get into my favorite player props of the day because I got two of them for you. And remember to use code Just Baseball when you download for a full deposit match up to one hundred dollars. The first one is Christian Javier over six and a half strikeouts. I think he's going to dominate the Texas Rangers today. And the books, the line is very, very strange. This is his fifth time facing them. He hasn't pitched all that well against him. He's pitched well, but not all that well. But Texas has been striking out at very high rates lately. They rank in the top five, top ten in strikeout rate in the last two to three weeks, especially against right-handed pitching. And I think Christian Javier turns in a very good start for us today. But even if he doesn't, I think the strikeouts will be there for him to hit this over six and a half. And on books right now, it's at minus 135 to minus 140. Go grab it on prize picks before it bumps up because I do believe that it might because I think that he should be around seven that's where I think he finishes at maybe even we see eight or nine strikeouts for Christian Javier my second favorite is Mike Trout over one and a half bases he's sitting with an OPS at almost 1300 in the month of September when Mike Trout is hitting the way he is you take his over one and a half bases and you forget about it on books right now it's around minus 135 up to minus 125 that's why I want to play this on prize picks. Love the value here for Mike Trout to go over one and a half bases. What Mike Trout's been doing lately is he's been hitting the ball in the air more often than ever. His barrel rate is up. His exit velocities are great. And his launch angle is awesome. Overall, Mike Trout is hitting the ball in the air and he's hitting it hard. And he's going to go up against Drew Hutchinson today where he's three for eight with a double and a home run with an expected batting average of 491, an expected slugging of 1.425 with an exit velocity of 109 miles an hour with a launch angle of 11 degrees that screams extra base hits and he's hot give me mike trout over one and a half bases remember to use code just baseball when you download for that full deposit match but remember this is not gambling advice